Hey there, welcome to another episode of Mundelein Minute. My name is Eric Schwenk. I am a trustee in the village of Mundelein. And uh, who are you? I'm Kara Lambert, also trustee in the village of Mundelein. That's awesome. Hey, guess what? We're here again. We're here again. Two, and uh, two before we get started, I'm just going to let you know that this is my house and my cameras and that there's no taxpayer dollars used in the creation or distribution of this podcast. That's my little disclaimer every episode. And we are talking about... Village the village board, board meeting. meeting number 3,287 <laughs> from uh, October 23rd. So just a few days ago. And uh, I'm going to try not to yawn. I'm really tired. Sounds good. It's not that I'm bored. I'm just tired. Not, you're like, <laughs> I'm just really tired. If I do that, people are probably like listening in their car and they're <laughs> like yawning all of a sudden. Sorry. <laughs> it's contagious. <laughs> all right. So uh, getting started, uh, we kicked it off right on time. Everybody was present. All the trustees were there. We did approval of the, the board minutes from the board minutes from the previous board meeting got it you okay that was a lot that was a big mouthful yeah uh public commentary there was none i was kind of surprised because it was a mike doozy. flynn spoke oh that's right yeah sorry <laughs> sorry mike flynn about the signs that he about the signs it. yep yeah. for the mcc yep fine. that was awesome yeah. uh and then presentations and awards we had a presentation from the mundelein park district and they came in front of the board uh, with a somewhat different request. An interesting request. Yeah. So they came to ask for a license for video game terminals. And generally, we see those in bars and restaurants. Uh, and this is the and first. And now slowly starting to be in golf clubs. Yeah. In golf, golf courses. Sorry. Cool. Right. And I guess I learned at the meeting that this is the third in the area. So uh, there. So um, Trusty Wilson, always a plethora of knowledge, that guy. Yes, he is. Um, he told me Elk Grove Village. Yeah. Hoffman Estates used to have one. However, I don't know if you knew this. I learned this. If the gaming machine isn't profitable, the gaming company will pull it out. Mm. And so because it's a 50-50 split between the operators of the gaming machine and the places that it's at. So they'd rather reallocate their... Yes, their machine. So Hoffman Estates got pulled because it wasn't profitable. So kind of interesting. So if it doesn't get used, it goes away. Lose it, right. So anyways, long-winded. Elkro Village... Lom Blackport and Lombard Elk Grove, New Lenox, New Lockport. Lenox, Blackport, yeah, New Lenox. Sorry, so yeah, so there's a couple around, and the village or the sorry, the park district came to the village to ask for the licenses because they're trying to find new revenue sources that um, can support their programming, and this is. This is one of those. At Steeplechase, we should probably Steeplechase. Yeah, it's is. not like it's at the the park. <laughs> it's you know, not it's... gonna be at the community center park district. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Dunbar. It's not gonna happen. No, nah, not at Dunbar. No. Um, so this is at Steeplechase Golf Course. This is in a facility that serves food and beverage. Has and a full bar. Has a full bar that they already have. They're mm -hmm. building a new one, mm -hmm. and then they're also gonna they're planning to build out some simulators. So they're trying some new ways to capture revenue. Super cool plan. Mm-hmm. Super cool plan. Yeah. No debate. Like really ingenuous. Nope. What's the word? When you innovate. Innovative. Go with that. There we go. Okay. So they they presented to the board and the board got to ask questions. Um, I asked about their expected revenue. It kind of stood out to me that their expected revenue was uh, slightly under their combined food and beverage total. So I asked if that was normal. Uh, they had their gaming partners there. And... Uh, I was told that, no, it's actually not normal. Those numbers were slightly incorrect. They expect revenues to be, instead of 120 to 160,000 in gaming revenue, we should expect closer to 40,000 in gaming revenue. Which I'm okay with that. Less yeah. gaming side with me. All right. right. That's fine. So, you know, that does put it down after you said this about uh, the split. 
down towards some numbers where the gaming company may take a look at it. We'll see. So, who knows we'll what see. their contract looks who like? Knows? I don't know. Right. We know. We're speculating. But I just didn't know that that fact, that that existed. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. However, can we just say <laughs> we always oppose gaming? It's not new, right? We don't like it. Does nefarious things for the town. You see some correlations with domestic violence and things like that. So there's a reason that we we don't vote we don't vote for it. It's not just because we don't like it, right? Their presentation was really good. I appreciate the fact that they're only going for three terminals rather than like the maximum of six. Correct. So they're not like shoving it down your throat. They, they also have a really have it. good security plan. They have a great security plan. They have it downstairs so yep. that you have to be going to that simulator and going to that bar. So it's not like in the summer when when kids and people are going to golf, they're going to see the gaming. Right. So I, I really do appreciate that. So although we did vote no, I felt like their plan was solid. So. Correct. Yeah. So. so it wasn't up for a vote in front of the board it was it was up for a, a thumbs up thumbs down if you will just to try to get a consensus to see if the park district should spend the money and the time and resources to move forward or not and uh they got the they got the approval they got their approval they, were, they needed four trustees to give them a thumbs up and they got that they got that and uh so it'll be back in front of the the village at some point we're not exactly sure when and we've also uh seen not necessarily gaming plans, but we've seen other plans that come before the board and get thumbs up, and then we never see them again. Yeah. So, who knows? Who knows? We'll we'll see where it goes. But it from was here. an interesting. Props to the park district for thinking creatively. Yeah, yeah, different ways to to look at revenue. Uh, so moving on from that, there was no public hearings. The mayor's report. We did a committee of the whole call for the property tax levy. So we do this in. Um, November of every year, so November 13th at 6 p.m. Arguably the most important board meeting of the year. Uh, this and then the next one. Yes. The, the Committee of the Whole, where it's actually talked about the property tax levy, and then from there, when we bring back the ordinance in December. Yes. A very big, important meeting. And I think we've talked about it on the podcast before that uh, nobody comes up to speak and talk about it. Yes. Please show up. Come and yeah. talk about it. So. Yeah, and I know that property taxes are top of mind right now. Correct. Uh, so also, it it aside from like sh you know speaking your mind, it's also like a very good educational mm -hmm. point to like learn how much the village levies versus other taxing bodies, that kind of thing. So right. Yeah. When you to look take at, a look at your pie, your piece of pie, like when how you much look the at that does. that that tax bill, each taxing body taxes different amounts. Yes, correct. And the village is not the schools and is not the park district. It's not the library. Is not the library. Yeah. Is not the county. Is not the township. Right. There's other taxing bodies that all have meetings similar to this to set their own tax levies and rates. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I could talk about that all day. Oh, boy. Nerd. Nerd. <laughs> all right. So we appointed uh, Catherine Almanzo to the Beautification Committee, as well as Kim Nunez. Pumped. Which is great. Yep. Pumped. Going to be good. Yep. And then uh, appointed Angela Trillhas to the Economic Development Commission, which is amazing. Thank you, Angela. Also pumped. Also pumped. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we established the employee's right to paid leave by ordinance. So this was a... Are you going to expound upon this? Because yeah. we both had some questions. I had a lot of questions when I read through this in the in the packet. I, I had to go to staff and ask questions. And then some of the answers I got, I was like, huh? Now I'm even what? more confused. <laughs> yeah. What? So I, I went back and asked some more questions. And ultimately what this is, is um, effective January 1st of next year, there's a new state law that provides employees for any company of any size uh, paid leave. Like a floor for paid leave. Yes, a, yes. a floor. Yes. In that, or, or in that state law, there is a carve out for municipal 
organizations like the Village of Mundelein, so long as you adopt an ordinance. So we've now adopted the ordinance to carve us out of that state law, although we already provide leave at a much higher number amount than right. what the state law requires. Do you want to talk about what the state law requires? The state law requires... I, it, just because it was ridiculous. One hour of paid leave for every 40 hours of work. Work 40 hours, or work 40 weeks of 40 hours, get a week off. There you go. Yep. So roughly like a week and a half a year. And you don't have to give a reason to your boss and uh, no denial. Got it. Okay. Yeah. There you go. And there's more in that. Like collective bargaining agreements can be carved out Perfect. and things like oh, yeah. that too. So Obviously. There's more to it. Uh, but that was the, the, the short end of it. Uh, then we talked about leading IT. So that it's a proposal for IT services and just outsourcing some of the uh, village's IT needs. Also a way for us to be innovative and try to leverage new technologies without having to hire a bunch of people that are experts in those technologies. Correct. Correct. Uh, trustee reports. So in the Community and Economic Development Committee, uh, there was a lure of the local license agreement. So somewhat like a lease, if you will, but since it's not a lease, it's a license to use that space. And uh, we just came to an agreement with the property owner for that, that space. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you haven't gone to that, totally go to it. It's yeah. Super cool. Yeah. So. Uh, and then the Mundelein Community Connection asked for the... Uh, right to put up a, a temporary sign that points to their office uh, through the end of the year. So right. that's what uh, Mike Flynn was talking about during public commentary, and uh, the board passed that. Not Nothing deal. under public works. Under the finance committee, uh, we did the AT&T separated bills, totaling $2,138.86. Then there was separated bills for uh, Trustee Ross for her expenses and going to the Illinois Municipal League Conference, uh, and that was totaling... Oh, $788.68. So that's that's parking and hotel expenses uh, for the convention. And then the governing body bill report or approval was $1,285,741.36. And then our five-month okay? five financial report. So we approved that, and it was... Coming to us in a, a different format, we have a new finance director. So much easier to read. Praise the Lord on that. <laughs> yeah. So like the cover page of it was so much nicer to get, like where it explained everything. And it just. It was very helpful uh, to look at an explanation of why, why revenues were trending up in one section or down in another or why expenses were higher in one and down in another. And if you think about it in a fiscal year of 12 months. You know, we, we see a lot of expenses at the beginning of the fiscal year as contracts renew. We see some large expenses during the summer months as we pay out um, some of the uh, some of the, the road, work road work or whatnot is being done throughout the village. And then we see large revenue when tax bills come in. Yeah. And even though they go to the county first, they come to the village eventually, and that's a larger amount as well. So we, we see some of those uh, in cycles. And it's nice to have that broken down when we're reviewing the financial also, report. Also, it's on the website if you want to look at yeah, it. Yeah, it's in the packet. It's also, should be on the village's finance finance, yeah. finance page. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. All right, so public safety. We had nothing. Okay, so moving on. Okay. <laughs> uh, under the, there really was nothing. There was nothing. Yeah. So I was the, shocked. I think that's the first time none of the chiefs had anything. Yeah, either. they had nothing. No motions, no report, Unreal. no nothing. Unreal. Uh, so the building committee, we changed all of the codes. So the International Fire Code, the National Electric Code, 
Let me let me just start over here. The 2018 International Fire Code, the 2017 National Electrical Wait, Code. Wait, Trusty Schwank, it is 2023. Hold on, I'll get there. Okay. Good. The 2018 International Property Maintenance Code, the 2018 Residential Building Code, and the 2018 International Building Code were all adopted. Why? Why? It's those are five years old. Yeah. Go ahead. Now you can explain it. I don't okay. really understand. So, as Pete, we were told, Pete talked about it. But yeah, Pete Schubgegel told us that. Uh, when the when the new building codes come out, they're constantly being modified and corrected and updated again. So they're like, okay, here's the new stuff. Oh, but wait, that needs to be tweaked a little bit. So instead of adopting what's like right now fresh new codes, we adopt the ones that are the revision behind it like that have already behind. been revised a whole bunch of times. And then that keeps us from having to go through and this multiple times. Yeah, multiple times. So he said they're going to release 2024, and then we won't probably adopted for a few years correct right yeah and they only do this every few years too so <laughs> very yeah like, there's this, a lot this to seems this seems ridiculous but um of note is new building in the village uh new residential building in the village now requires sprinklers so this this was an option to opt out in the in new developments and now it is not yeah which i think is going to be very important as we talk about um uh, Ivanhoe Farm and that that large development, which is supposed to follow a more traditional neighborhood development where things are going to be closer together, uh, that's also offers an opportunity for fire to jump faster. Oh, so fire terrible. suppression systems yeah, make important. a lot of sense as we look towards uh, Ivanhoe Farm. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point, Trusty Schwenk. I never thought of that. Here for it. Oh, All right. So transportation infrastructure had nothing, nothing under other reports on the omnibus vote list. We passed uh, a ton of stuff, a ton of stuff, uh, radio upgrades and uh, um, some some upgrades regarding the youth, like the way that the radios integrate with the technology and the water towers. So these were radio upgrades for lift stations, water towers, pump stations. We bought eighty three thousand five hundred ninety dollars worth of rock salt for the roads, Ugh. which <laughs> look, I love having cleaned off roads but i hate seeing that we're spending almost eighty four thousand dollars to dump onto the roads that gets washed down the drain that like oh I, I, I oftentimes wonder so this is like <laughs> thoughts that kara has in her head which are terrible as we see less snow like do we still need to spend this amount of money on this we end up i can hear my mom right now yelling at me yeah you need clean roads calm down i'm not saying that <laughs> i can hear her in my head right now love you kathy God. uh so we we buy bulk rock salt and then we buy more if we need it. Right, but can we buy less? Well, can we, we buy initial amount, and if but we're what, gonna, we're gonna need it, what determines that initial amount? I always just wonder. how much we have. I this is ridiculous that I'm even thinking about this, but this is like kind of the random thoughts that I have yeah. when I'm alone in the car. By myself. You ever read the ones about like Wisconsin where they use the brine left over for making cheese? No. So Brilliant. in in Michigan, they use. Um, something with like sugar beet brine, like that's yeah. left over from when you um, make sugar. Which, by the way, Russ, sugar is made from sugar beets, not only sugar cane. We had a big debate about that. Come on, Russ. But they use some sort of brine, similar, yeah, like brine. So anyway, there you go. I just there's other ways. To your point, it's not good for anything. It's not good for the environment, and it's hard to watch it literally go down the drain. Appreciate it. Maybe, okay, Tim Wilson. Maybe this is a Tim, project for you. Solve it. Head of public works. <laughs> Solve it. <laughs> uh, snow and ice control services for zone nine. Uh, so we, we contracted that out and then um, made a payment for the Cortland Park. Yes. Yeah. But 
the takeaway here is these are all budget expenses. These are all nothing budget expenses. New. Nothing We've controversial. Seen this before. Yep. Yes. Yep. Okay. And that's why they're all approved at once on the omnibus list. Nothing under staff reports and no executive session. And we were out of there at like 745. That's it. That's it. That's it, man. Uh, Halloween. Halloween's coming up. So trick or treat is on mon- on whoop, Tuesday from four to eight. If you yep. don't want to participate, just turn your light off. Um, but yeah, Mundelein celebrates normal Halloween on Tuesday. So. Yep. And lure the local this weekend. <gasps> yeah, dude. It, seriously, I am not an arts person. Like I'm kind of just like I like sports and you know like kind of a dumb jock. It's a good quote to have out. It's fine. <laughs> but I went and it was awesome. Nice. And like, I don't ever understand art and I don't really, I always tell Colleen, I don't get it, but I appreciate it that people do get it. And it was really cool. Nice. Yeah. If you can. Anyways. Well, that's all we got. We'll see you in uh, a few weeks for the next episode of Underline Minute. Unbelievable. Have a good night. All right. Bye.